Hey there, uh, Cave Comedy Radio fans. Um, you're about to listen to, uh, sex and other human activities. Um, my name is Bunky Houseman, and, um, I wrote in and, uh, got some advice from Jackie Marcus, and at first I thought it was great, and then, um, I fucking lost everything. Um, so if you could, uh, just know that their advice is for entertainment purposes only. You know, I lost my family, I lost my house. And, um, I lost my career, uh, which was hard to do. I was a professional gambler. I thought that would be a thing that they could help me do, and they did. Um, so if you have any questions or advice you need, just make sure you email cavecomingradio at gmail.com, ask for Marcus or Jackie, and, um, or maybe just say hello to Henry from last podcast on the list, because he needs, he needs your, your attention. He needs your affection. Um, so thank you, and enjoy sex and other human activities. Providing the positivity. Always providing the positivity. It's sex and other human activities. I'm Marcus Parks. I'm Jackie Zabrowski, and I am providing the positivity today. Because all I have is negativity. Oh, man. You got to get rid of the monsters. I know, man. I've been I've been pretty depressed the last couple weeks. I mean, For... I keep joking about on other podcasts that it's sads. But, I mean, it is, <laughs> it is weird as much as, like, I feel like it gets a lot of shit, but... I mean, the change of the seasons does bring an intense, like, shade of doubt, I feel like, on all your life choices. (laughs) I would absolutely agree with that. It makes you reflect on the last season. Yeah, it really does. And I I guess, uh, as I grow older, I really am learning to hate the holidays. (laughs) I think I just work in a field where the holidays are a hard part. Um, At least personally, it's like, for me, holidays are hard, family sucks around the holidays i hate having to deal with all of it but just trying to keep my head down and mm. not fight yeah no oh, me too man you know i'm starting to feel the stress of the holidays a lot more because now that my brother has moved to another city now there's like a, a coordination issue uh, of like when we can get he's got a new city and a new job where he can't get off a whole lot of time for work uh and it's great like he's got a, a fantastic job and he's you know it's definitely the best thing for his family but it definitely it introduces stress into both of our lives and he's also having to deal with a pregnant wife in the middle of all this too oh. so he's the one and I a mean, two that's... year and a 2 year old son so my net mine's just like oh when am i gonna book the flight so i can be back in town to do a fucking stupid ass live show <laughs> uh, yeah he's like well you know i've got a two-year-old my wife is pregnant i've got this new job where i have to work a lot so mine isn't really too bad i have compared to him i have absolutely no stress i mean whatsoever. it's it is a matter of perspective i mean i think it that really is, is what dealing with negativity around this time like you know it's getting it's getting dark most of the day and all that shit but it's just like it, it's it, you know we both have jobs. Yeah, you know, where we get through every day. Uh, you know, we have we have homes, we have places to go, we have love in our lives. Yes, we do. We've and got it's great like, friends. And everyone, I feel like you can find something positive about everything. Yeah, I mean, right now I'm staring down the barrel of a gun at work because I'm about to be there. Every second, because it's a pie shop. Yeah, it's it's pie it's Thanksgiving, shop and it's pie season. This is the where I worked last year during Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, it's and crazy. It was fucking insane. But it, but at the same time, it's like yes, but if you are joyful, if you can provide something besides just a product for someone, you know. Weirdly enough, I I did a show last night where I um 
and did a very disgusting character. Let's just say that it involved uh, Henry, my brother, sucking on my stomach. I had a nipple on my stomach, uh, and he wasn't wearing a lot of clothes. <laughs> so, after were you using baby voice? Like, um, oh, no, he was going, I'm mad, mama, I'm mad, mama. Give me your sucklings. That oh, was him. So, so Henry did child pageant last night. Yes. Oh, wonderful, yeah. wonderful. <laughs> Usually Holden plays yes, that role. Yes, because, you know, he's good at mommy love. Yes, he is. Um, Holden from the round table of death. <laughs> and Henry from last podcast on the left. But I did see uh, there were two people in the audience that were customers at my shop. And I guess seeing that side of me made them... They were like, that's such a weird package of what you are because they they were very drunk and they were going on and on about how they come into the shop not just because of like the food is good but also because I provide such a ray of positivity every day for people when I come in. I mean, at work, I'm on a show. I'm, you know, I'm happy, happy, happy. You know, I'm pumped mm. full of caffeine. Always. And that's part of it is part of creating a positive attitude. It's like, I can go in a shit mood and do that all day, and by the end of the day, I feel good. Yeah. You know, and, and I think it's just about how you approach things, where it's like, I'm going to smile whether I fucking want to or not. <laughs> and as much as, like, that sucks to do, if you force yourself, you will find a good mood. Yeah, fake it till you make it, I suppose. I, I It's hard. It's not something you should do all the time. Yeah. But when you have, when you're in a stressful situation... You just got to smile and be good to each other, you know, and not take it out on. It's hard to not go home and be like, finally, like you get past work. I do the shows. I come home and not be like, fuck you, Doug. <laughs> I've been happy all day. and I'm not going to. And it does happen sometimes. Yeah. And, and, you know, and times like that, he actually said that to me the other night. He came home from work and I was in a bad mood. And he's just like, when I come home and I can feel your energy from the door, he's like, it makes me not. Happy to see you. Yeah. And that, like, killed me. It Like, just hearing him say that to me, I was just like, I don't, I'm like, it's not about you. He's like, I know, I'm just saying, like, coming, like, I've had a rough day, too. And coming home to someone that is choosing to be in a negative place, mm -hmm. because it, like, unless, I mean, I do... I am mentally ill as well. It is sometimes hard for me to just choose. Yeah. I can't just snap out of it when I'm especially in an angry place. But it, it takes someone sometimes just to ask, can you not do that? Or like, are you okay? Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to talk about why you feel this way? And then I talked about it and I went through all the things and he's like, okay. Yeah. But that's done, right? And you're home and you're with me and we're not, we don't spend a lot of time together. So... I just need you to be happy. Yeah. Because we want to be with each other when we actually see each other. And it changed my perspective. Yeah, that's a damn good way of looking at it. You know, and I know sometimes I bring like a negativity home, but yeah. sometimes, you know, she brings a negativity home as well. We both have stressful jobs uh, in which we have to deal with people all day long because uh, my girlfriend has a very similar job to yours. Right. Uh, and she definitely, she has to put on that face all day. She has to be happy and smiling all day long so yeah at the end of the day it is hard to continue that it is hard to keep that at least hard to continue some sort of uh i mean i wouldn't even say civility is the right word but some sort of positivity i yeah. mean that's all we're talking about right yeah. now it's positivity negativity it's it's hard to to keep that going and i know sometimes i go home because you know it's i mean i'm not necessarily like i'm more of a you know i'm the producer on all these shows but it's still like being in a good mood and being you know funny all day long so right. when you go home you don't want to be funny anymore 
Like it's being still a possible to be positive. But when I go home, I just don't feel like joking around. It's a pitfall of a lot of comedians or anyone that is in a customer service position um, because then it's seen as work. Then laughing mm-hmm. is work. Yeah. Um, it's trying desperately to leave that at the door mm-hmm. before you come in. But part of it is creating a positive, like keeping your home positive when everything else is negative outside of it mm-hmm. is so important. Yeah. Or else you can't sleep at night. You know, even if it's a way of like rearranging the furniture, just like making it anew, doing something to like help you get your mind out. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just like get all the negativity and leave it outside. Leave it on the fucking bus, man. Yeah. But that's a train. lot easier to say than it is done. Yeah. It's something that has to be worked at. I, I can't take a car home anymore. I take you a car from work. I need the time on the train to read a little bit, decompress, have a nice, like have a walk home. Even though my walk home can be stressful sometimes, it depends on if people are uh, talking to me right. or not, in whether it be Long Island City or bed That can be stressful. Uh, just being, it's like yesterday, the first pr- human I interacted with yesterday was a homeless guy on the street at like 9 a.m. Like yeah. that shit can affect you on the way to work. Uh, and then other shit can affect you on the way home uh, when people are just kind of being shady and following you. Obviously right. following you. Uh, it's fucking, you know, that shit can be negative as well. Uh, but we live in a negative place. We live in New York City. But, I mean, honestly, I don't know if there are any positive places left in this fucking country. I but. think that's the negativity <laughs> creeping in, Marcus. Yeah, I don't is. know if that's completely true. There's yeah. a lot of positive things about New York, too. Yeah, there are a lot of positive things. Yeah. And, yeah, and you're bringing me back. You're bringing me back. Yeah, because I've been in an intense funk for the last two weeks where it's, I mean, I've still been getting my work done. I've still been, you know, uh, plugging along. But, you know, it's just I've been plagued with this fuck everything type of uh type of attitude but now it's time you need to carve out time yeah to forget about it yeah you know just figure out something that you need to do for you to be by yourself to go and you know it's like i'm off today i'm thinking about going to central park for an hour yeah that's what you i know, did a couple go, weeks ago and it was fantastic and it's I great loved it. and it's to remember that like there are good things mm-hmm and it's really hard when you're very busy and there's just so much shit. Yeah. But man, there's gold in that shit. You got to find the fucking gold nuggets, man. You just got to bring out your knife and fork. You and just got to fucking dig into it. And, and it's get it. a lot of shit. It's, it's not like just a, it's not just a turd. I mean, and it's not even necessarily a bucket. I would describe it as more of a vat. Yeah, or like, yeah, a pool filled with shit. Yeah. <laughs> you got to just... Put on your scuba diving yeah. gear and put on your goggles and just spend some time down there and just sift through it. And even though you can't see more than six inches six inches in front of your face, every once in a while, a little fleck shows up mm. and you think, there's the gold. There it is, man. There's the gold. That's why I'm living <laughs> in this fucking hellhole of a city because of that little piece of gold right there it's worth it (laughs) i tell myself (laughs) i actually i had a good like not a good time yesterday morning i was walking to work it's about 5 30 in the morning it was cold as hell and it started to snow while i walked to work Mm -hmm. and i just started to cry (laughs) (laughs) i was like there was no one on the street and it just started to snow and i just soaked it up man because of the beauty of it yeah and just it was quiet yeah 
And I don't wear headphones when I walk, so yeah, I just I don't either, really. I just stared out into the silence yeah. and I appreciated it. Wow. I needed it. It's weird. It made the whole day better. Huh. I needed it so badly. And sometimes it's just like appreciating those little things, man. It could be anything. See, I never get the quiet. Like, Got to be I, up I never... at five thirty in the morning every day. <laughs> That's when I have a quiet walk. Oh God, I, I never want to be a part of the quiet. Like the quiet just kind of fucks me up a little bit. Oh yeah, I love it, but I also kind of hate it a little bit. I do love like early mornings in bed style because after there's like a time between like nine and nine thirty a.m. where the streets are quiet. And there's not really anybody out because people in bed like to yell at each other <laughs> a lot. Like it's the it's a very yelly neighborhood. It's a, a very loud neighborhood. Uh, but there's a time between like nine and nine thirty where I can go to work. Uh, I can walk from my house to the train and not hear anyone yell at e- at anyone. And I've got my coffee and my cigarette, and it's beautiful. And I love those mornings. You know, like I'm sure if I got up at five thirty, then that would definitely be the case. Uh, but there is that little window in time uh, when it's just beautiful. You got to do it every day. The quiet moments in New York City are fantastic. Exactly. There's the gold in the shit, here. man. There's yeah. gold in the shit. There is gold in the shit. You know, and you get that. You definitely get that little nugget every once in a mm-hmm. while. It's maybe not just flakes. It's more like nuggets. Yeah, there are nuggets. Yeah, they, sometimes you get a flake and sometimes you get a nugget. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but a gold nugget. Gold nugget. Not it's a turd gold. nugget. No, no, not, no, a, no. not a turd nugget. Although sometimes you think it's a... There are nuggets in there, yeah. Sometimes you think it's a gold nugget, but in reality, it's a gold-covered turd. <laughs> uh, and that happens as well. But you know what? I don't think... That our experiences in New York City, yes, we are faced with a lot of stuff, but I think people everywhere go through that shit. One hundred percent. I mean, it's just I busy mean, that lives. Even just be, yeah, it's busy lives. You know, yeah. it's just it, negativity is everywhere. Like you said, mm-hmm. not that I think that there's no positivity. There anywhere. is. There is. <laughs> there definitely is. There definitely is. There are moments. It's just every, you know, you get so self-absorbed in your own life yeah. that every little thing is devastating, uh, you know, and you, that it's me. And it's like, you even think back, think back to when you're 16 and, you know, the guy that always you make eye contact with when you're going to first period, he doesn't look at you that day. Mm-hmm. Do you cry through lunch? Because that's what I would do. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just the perspective looking back and you're like, oh, that was silly. Mm-hmm. And just remembering it's like, yeah, it seems like the fucking worst. But, man, next month you're going to look back and be like, oh, man, that was rough. But it's better now. Yeah, it's much better now. There's no real... I mean, that a lot. there's just so many things that we let ourselves get caught up in, so many things that we let ourselves get obsessed with that just don't matter at all. Like It's like just once you get perspective, like it just doesn't matter. Something that does not affect your life, will not affect your life for any amount of time past that one simple annoyance that you just got to brush off. And it's, I think if you let everything bother you, then that blinds you to what's important. Like it blinds you to the negative things that you should address and the negative things that you should actually talk about and um, just Figure out how to fix them. 
But then there's some things you should just let go. Yeah, there's a lot of things you should just let go. There's most of the things you should just let go. But if everything is negative, uh, then it all gets to be on the same wavelength. So the things that you need to pay attention to and the things that are really fucking up your life... Uh, and fucking up everything around you, fucking up your work, fucking up your relationship. You don't see those things. Yeah. You don't see the things that actually matter and the things that can be fixed and the things that can make your life positive and make it better. It's a bigger picture, man. Yep. Gotta look at the bigger picture. All about the bigger picture. See, Marcus? Okay, yeah, I feel a lot better now. You even, I can feel that you feel better now. I, I Well, I, I knew that, you know, you were asking before, we was like, what are we going to start off with? And I was like, well, why don't we talk about how to get out of a negative uh, mindset? And, <laughs> and my mind, I was thinking, like, she's totally going to bring me out of this negative mindset. Because yeah. you know how to do that shit, you know? You're, you're so much better at that shit uh, than I am. That's not true. You're just not in the place for it right now because you're worried about all the fucking negative bullshit and you're not thinking about the big picture, Marcus. That is true. That is true. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, got him. let's get to fucking our first. Fucking got him. Yeah, you. <laughs> burr, burr. You got me. <laughs> Jackie gets the prize today. Yes. She gets the positivity Oh, my prize. God. Is it a Snickers bar? I Please, can. God. I needed to be a Snickers bar. <laughs> I can get you one. Yes. If you need it uh, later. I can get it to you later. I need it right now. Tomorrow. Oh, come uh, on. <laughs> maybe next week. All right, fine. Next week. I'll yeah, take it. Yeah, my week. candy budget is all tapped out yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Here at Cave Comedy Radio, <laughs> our candy budget is low. Please inflate our candy budget. Please inflate our candy budget. <laughs> We're on a fun size budget right yeah. now, people. I want to get one day. A- I want to get to a double king size budget. I went the day after Halloween to go buy the cheap candy, and I stared at it. I'm like, man, I could buy so much candy. And then I was like, Jackie, don't buy all of this cheap candy. You don't need all this cheap candy in the house. It was just like wrestling with my mind at the Dwayne Reed, and I didn't buy any. And you know what? None? I fucking regretted it. <laughs> yeah, I regret not going and getting a whole bunch of tiny little Reese's peanut butter cups. I would have eaten all of it by now. Yeah, I would have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I love two, candy. Two weeks is uh, extremely optimistic for chocolate to survive in my house. Yeah, it's very, very, very optimistic. Well, let's get to our letters today. Okay, our first letter here is. Uh, well, we don't know if this is a. Ju- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this could be serious. It might not. It might be a joke. It might be a joke, but you know what? It kind of, it kind of made me laugh. So let's do it. Let's do it, dear Jackie and Marcus. I was just wondering your opinion on something, Marcus. Has your cum ever been irregular? Mine used to come out in globs, but now it only comes out in scattered bursts. Is it something I should be worried about, or is it natural? Please give me any info if you can. And also, has it ever happened to you guys? Hope you guys can help. Thanks for doing the podcast and reading this, Cave Dweller Jake. Use my name if you want. I don't care. I I think it's fine. I think so. I've definitely, like, I've been with a, uh, the same partner, not just Doug, but in other instances where it's like, it never comes out the same. No. No, it, it never. Depe- it just depends on what you got inside of you. Yeah, it really does. It dep- Yeah, it depends on, like, how long it's been since you've ejaculated. Uh, it sounds like you're jerking off a lot. If it's less, and yeah. it's not, <laughs> at, you know. If it's scattered bursts, then you're probably jerking off more. 
I've never heard of this being a medical condition. I mean, the or this only thing pointing to a medical condition, unless you were in pain, which it could be like a stone. Yeah, it, you know, it could be something. It could be like it, like an, um, what's it called? Not like an abject, like something in like in front of your. Yeah, uh, a, no, obs, an obstacle. Obstacle? That, <laughs> I don't know what the medical term is. I don't is. know what it uh, is. An ab- abscess? Ob- an obstruct? <laughs> <laughs> Not an abscess. An abscess no, is a fleshy growth. That's a growth. But it could be a fleshy growth. I guess it could be. Uh, I mean, I don't know if this, if anyone out there knows if this is a medical condition that this guy should be worried about. Uh, I guess let us know if you're qualified. I mean, it's not like you, if you are actually a medical professional, uh, then let us know if this guy. But it sounds like it's just fine. I mean, I've definitely been. I mean, like, I'm a spurter myself. I'm a scattered burst spurt dude. I've watched someone come all over my stomach. Sometimes it hits my <laughs> belly button and sometimes it hits my neck. <laughs> and like that's about I mean, it's true. It's just it's true. It just <laughs> it depends on the day. <laughs> Oh, it depends on if it's a second time coming, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> it, there's a lot of factors. Uh, male ejaculation, there's a lot of different things that can happen with that. Uh, but I've never really studied my own. Uh, Maybe you should start keeping a log. <laughs> like a dream journal? Yeah. Like, to dear, dear log, today, burst globby. <laughs> Off white. That or just jerk onto the page and then like outline the comp <laughs> so that like you can see the difference in the pictures. <laughs> I think I'm, you're fine. I think you're. I'm f- sorry that we're laughing. Yeah, I'm, it's just. But it's it's just it's kind of it's kind of funny. It is kind of funny. Yeah, if your if your aim was to make us laugh, then you made us laugh. Yes. Uh, if you're actually worried about this, then we are sorry. I'm very sorry, <laughs> but you're really you're fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you're good. You're good. I've seen all kinds. <laughs> It's always sad when it doesn't shoot out. It just, like, dribbles, which happens often. Yeah. See, I'm not a dribbler. I mean, I've got some fucking fire hose power behind me. (laughs) I mean, I'm happy for you. Thank you. I mean, I'm talking, like, feet. Really? Yeah. Wow. It is a fucking fire hose down there. It's like, um, what are they? Splackers. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like a male splacker. Interesting. Yeah, with a female ejaculate that can shoot across the room. It's like um, a hose. Have you ever put your like finger over half of it just to see? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, maybe I have old King of the Hill narrow urethra. Oh. Yeah, where it's the urethra is smaller, so it has more pushing power. Oh, interesting, rather than more girth. Physics. Physics. Is what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, I mean, that's possible, but I have in the past thought about measuring to see, like, how far I could get it to go, like, not, like, do anything for, like, five or six You'd days. You'd have to put a tarp down or something. <laughs> I mean, maybe just, like, uh, can I get it the length of my bathtub? That or if you don't want to be bothered in bedside anymore, just do it on your front stoop. <laughs> hey, hey, you got a ruler? You got some measure tape? Just I start need. screaming with them. Mikey's <laughs> 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 screaming about nothing. <laughs> That's it. If you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to another letter. This is from a uh, Liz. Liz has written into us uh, a couple. Or yeah, she's written in a couple of times. And uh, doesn't written into us sound like dirty and weird? Yes. It sounds like yeah, writing like inside. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. 
I imagine like that's what like a baby would do inside of a uterus, <laughs> you know, like scratches out like devil symbols or something, <laughs> just because they're bored in there. They're not fucking doing anything in there. I mean, that's what I do when I'm bored. Just pentagram, pentagram, six, six, six. <laughs> oh. It's just <laughs> God everywhere, all well, across. You do have a book that says between good and evil on your. Well, this desk. is this is actually about people who hunt serial killers. Ooh, profilers. Yep, it's about the guy who started the FBI's behavioral science unit. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's a fantastic book. It's one of the best true crime books that I've read in, a, I'd say, a couple of years. I'll read it. You really, it, It's really good. It's fucking, it's fantastic. But that's last podcast on the left yes, territory. Yes, that is not here. So here is our letter. Hello, guys. Overworked Supermom again. Wanted yeah. to drop a line and ask another question. A while back, you guys were so sweet and answered my questions about what to do with my cousin's kids. I can gladly say that the need to take them from their home is gone. My cousin divorced her husband, has moved into a better home, and has child services representatives come to her house once a week for checkups and is undergoing therapy. Both the kiddos are much happier and healthier. I couldn't be happier for them. That's fucking awesome. So glad that worked out. (laughs) Yeah, that is so fucking great. However, during that whole time, my husband and I never spoke word of it to my cousin or her mother, my aunt. After the need passed, we just let it go. But my grandmother did not. Being a bit of a gossip, she told my aunt. She told her that we were planning to foster Tiff and Corey. Of course, she freaked out and told my cousin. Lots of very rude emails were spread around. Harsh words were said. My aunt going on about how my grandmother loved me more than any of the other grandchildren, how I think I'm better than anyone, and I'm stuck up. The list goes on. That was a few months ago. Things have calmed down now. I treated the whole thing as my aunt having a tissy fit and didn't let it bother me. But this next Sunday, my grandparents are celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary. The whole family is invited, and I know that I will come face to face with my aunt and cousin for the first time since the foster incident. I am very worried and almost scared about what could happen. I could easily spend the entire time avoiding him, but our family is not that big. Another thing that's bothering me is my grandfather, my papa, that's what I call my grandfather as well, my papa, asked me to paint a portrait of the two of them as a present for him to my grandmother. It's all cute, but here we have what can be seen from my aunt and cousin as me showing off and being the favorite grandchild. I don't mean to be, but this is something my papa and I have been working on for months. This could be the perfect fuel for my aunt or cousin or both to lash out again to rekindle that hatred for me and my family. What can I do to make this meeting less combative? Thank you for again for everything you guys do. Keep up the great work. Love, Liz. Well, definitely thank you for writing in again. Oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you for getting us or for keeping us updated yeah. on your fucking impressive life. Yeah, I know it's insane. Um I feel like this is definitely a hard situation. Yeah. I mean, there's uh-huh. no wonder why you are nervous about going into this. I would definitely be nervous as well. It's so hard because in these kind of situations, I, I deal with also family members that that always think, like it's always been an issue with a lot of also extended family that Henry and I have thought that we are better than everyone else. That like, oh, they go to New York. Oh, they do these. You know, it's like it is. There's definitely a lot of animosity between us, and like we don't speak to any of our cousins anymore. It's, it's. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Unfortunately, the problem is is that in my family, with my intense Italian Polish background, uh, my parents just don't let them see us anymore. Yeah. And just like took it out of the equation, which I also don't think is good. No, I don't think that's good either. But I mean, you're now you're to the age where you can choose to see them or not. Right. 
which, I mean, they don't want to see me. So <laughs> it's, that's fine. I've tried. All right. All right. But as long as you've tried. Yeah, I've tried. But I do, like, I think it's awesome that you are going. You made this picture, and I think that you should just be proud of it. Yeah. And, of course, they're going to come after you. I mean, they're they're going to say something because it doesn't seem like they're not going to. I mean, they already have. Yeah. And you use the word hatred, but during, uh, when you were talking about the emails, you said they were rude. So I don't know if you should go into it with the word hate in your mind. Right. Like you shouldn't go in because they're still your family. Uh, they were still like very happy uh, for themselves once they got the help. Like I don't think that they have hate for you. Jealousy, sure. Because, I mean, it seems like you've got your life very much together and her life is very loose, to say the very least. Uh, and I can see how she could definitely be jealous of you, but I don't think you should be thinking hate because I don't think it's hate. And also, unfortunately, the way it seems, too, is that it seems like they already felt this way before this even happened. They definitely felt this way before And not this that happened. you should deserve, you don't deserve it at all, no. 100%. But that is what, unfortunately, especially comes from jealousy and anger, is putting you in a place of that, like, they want you to be scared yeah. about coming on Sunday. And that's something that you need to take away from them. Mm-hmm. It's that it gives them power to know that you're going to be ready to be attacked. Oh, yeah. You know, and it, I think that part of, like, you going there on Sunday is going in with your held, head held high with your family, that you're, it's from your family and not just you as mm-hmm. well. I think that's an important thing to be like, it's not like, I did this. It's also, it's from your grandfather. Yeah. Your family helped you do this. You came up with the idea together. And I feel like if she comes at you, which would be really rude, especially <laughs> yeah, in this setting. your grandparents' fucking 25th wedding anniversary, like, that's fucked up you can't take the bait because that's just giving her power but you also need to stand up for yourself and your family but not in an angry way i think that like part of it is just going to be listening to what she has to say understanding what she's saying saying things back to her for her to hear because like you said it's in emails so she hasn't said anything to you face to face yet Mm -hmm. and emails are a nice little wall exactly so you don't know exactly how she's going to say things or how direct she's going to be but acknowledging it and i feel like when as someone that has a lot of anger problems is that when i say things that are really really hurtful my mom used to do this to me she would say them back to me in a quieter tone of like trying to listen and understand and when i would hear her say them back i'd be like wow i just said something really awful yeah and especially accepting it and being like okay i understand how you're feeling however we are family i'm not better than you and also i was look looking out for the benefit of your children yeah and that's the thing at the end of the day it's like if you want to get to that point it shouldn't be something that happens there in front of everyone no take it outside take it, definitely take it, definitely take it outside take it to another room it's just if they if she starts a fight in the middle of everything just say like listen can we please go so-? like yes i would like to i would love to discuss this with you but can we please take it somewhere else? Also, especially not in front of the children. No, not in front of your no, kids, no, no, not in no. front of her kids. It should be something that, like, unfortunately, your whole family knows about what happened. Yeah. They know that she is in the wrong. And anything, like, as long as you don't get angry and you don't say anything 
Because you wouldn't. It doesn't seem like you would. You, yeah. you, you're looking after her best interests anyway. You are not the villain here. No. She's not a villain either. She's just, she was misguided and wrong at the time. Mm-hmm. But she's doing better now. And like, if you just echo the positive things that she's doing now about how you are happy for her and how you're happy for her family and just stand your ground in that way and only say positive things. Keep the negativity out of it. Don't exactly. bring up the past. Don't say anything like that. Just like, I'm so happy for you. Why isn't that? Or not even say like, why isn't that enough? Just like, but keep it in mind, it's just like you should be happy for them like that. That is enough to be happy for them. Right. That is definitely, that's enough. And that that's as far as you should go. You shouldn't drudge up the past and say like, well, the reason why I tried to do it was this, 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 and this. Unless she asked you. If she asked you, like, why are you, like, why did you feel the need? You can tell it, like, okay, well, you know, this is the reason why. But you shouldn't come at her with her past mistakes. Right. Like, don't come at her with that. Don't come at her with any negativity whatsoever. And I'll tell you, like, I've, these sound like at the same time, I've dealt with people like this before, and it's, I guarantee you that they are looking forward to this. Like they are looking forward to. They want to make you look bad. They want to make you look bad. They want to make you uncomfortable. They know that you are scared. Right. They know that you are nervous, and they are looking forward to possibly making that to really intimidate you even further. And you can't let them do that. Because also, in remembering the reason why you guys are there today, which I feel feel it's also something to be brought up. It's not about you guys. No. It's about your grandparents. Yes. It's about celebrating their love and celebrating their marriage that started this whole family. And that it's, I mean, it's another part of leaving your negativity at the door or talking about it outside mm-hmm. and not bringing everyone else into it because you don't have to get mad. You don't have to, you know, prove that you were right because everyone knows you were right. Yeah. It's like, I feel like it's like, like Neanderthal part of us that someone starts to yell at you and you immediately you puff up and you're ready to like stand your ground, but you don't need to. Your ground was already stood and it's in the past. Here's an idea. Uh, even rather than taking it outside, just say like po- you could possibly like go up to her before anything even starts. Just like, hey, how you doing? And before you say anything else, just say like, hey, listen, like I was wondering if we could get together sometime, uh, go out and have coffee or something and talk about all this face to face. You know, and just say like, you know, we don't, you know, we don't really need to talk about it now. You know, we don't have to talk about it now. It's like, you know, this is their day. You know, this is like, let's focus on, you know, our grandparents and focus on why we're here today. But let's take care of our problems another day. We don't have to do that today. Let's do it some other time. The only problem is that I know that you've dealt with people like that and I've dealt with people like that is that I feel like they see that as a threat then. Yeah. Too. It depends on how she is, though, like because you know her a lot better than we do. Exactly. That if you yeah. know that she would take better than that, like if she does love her grandparents, because it seems like, I mean, she's going through all this to help her family. Like she's a strong person and cares about her family. And the fact that she's even going to this, you know, it's like she cares about her family. So she might be like if you approach her and then that would end it and mm-hmm. not and like cut off the fuse. But then it worries me that, like, at least the people that I would deal with, that 
that's opening up the door. It's like, well, you yeah. came at me. And it's like, I didn't come at you. Yeah. I just wanted, I just was trying to talk to you. Yeah. Or maybe you could just say, like, can we, t- like, it could just all be in the way you phrase it. It's like, you know, can we get together sometime and talk about this in private? But I do think that that is right. a good idea. Yeah. Like, or just talk about this, just just me and you. Like, nobody, like, let's just get together and and work this out. You know, which you should do no matter what. Yeah. And then you could focus on having a good time, you know, and focus on and probably I think saying, especially with the jealousy with the grandparents and all that, saying that it's their day. Let's focus on them that I think they would probably see that as, oh, you're just trying to be perfect. You're just trying to kiss up, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think you should even mention that. Just say like, hey, let's let's get together sometime and let's talk all this stuff through. Yeah. You know, like I think th- that could work. You like Jackie said, you know these people better than we know them. We don't know them at all. We don't know. I mean, there are probably a million parts to this story that we're missing right now that we don't know about. Uh, so it's up to you whether you think they would respond negatively or positively to that. And I think you should also keep the ant out of it. Yeah, keep the ant out of it. She it has, has nothing to do it with has, it. It has nothing to do with her. It has. It only. This is. A personal matter between you and your cousin and your aunt has absolutely nothing to do with this. Like, she's just trying to stir up shit. And that the type of person who just tries to stir up shit like that will only make things worse. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's it could be, you know, it's it's just up to you whether you think that taking the initiative on this is going to be the best thing or not. But I do think that more, like, the most important thing is to not worry about it all week. I know it's hard to say. Yeah. But, like, because you worrying about it, then no matter what, you're going to walk in the door carrying that dark shadow. Mm -hmm. and, and, And so ready to be attacked. And again, like we said, that's what she wants. That's exactly what And don't want. let her take your power. You are so, like, everything, like, the, the other, like, emails you send us, you are fucking strong as shit. Yeah. And you know what? You are better than she is. <laughs> but you can't say that. You can't, yeah, you, you can't. <laughs> You can't say you can't say that you know it's like I mean she is trying she's doing better for her de- family she's definitely trying you know and it's like you know hell you may have just had a better home growing up right than she did you may have had better role be- I'm sorry you're not better than yeah her. well I mean no. I'm not saying well she kind of <laughs> is but uh, but you know of course like have have perspective in all this and and seeing it from from her perspective or seeing how she grew up and what her background is compared to your own uh, that also helps a lot when. You're talking to her and and knowing how she's going to react, you know, because you've probably known this woman your entire life. So keep it under control. Yeah, uh, keep and leave it, the kids out of it. Leave the kids uh, completely out of it. Uh, but you have to make her, or you have to not make her, but you have to let her understand why you were thinking about what you were thinking about. You, know, you, you just have to let her understand that. And hope that she does understand and hope that she accepts what you're saying. I think that's all you can do. Good luck, though. And I think that you can please let us know how it goes. Yeah. Let us know. How I'm it goes. very concerned. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm concerned as well. So, you know, yeah. Get, let it let us know without a doubt. And also spend time with her kids, too. Because yeah. even if, you you know, if in the future you never know, you guys don't get along like you still want to have a relationship with your niece and nephew. Mm-hmm. I think you can do it, though. You I believe in you. I believe in you as well. Don't be scared. Nope. Be strong.
Let Be you know strong. You Hell yeah. <laughs> You're a good American, Liz. Yeah. I am woman. Hear us roar, Liz. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for this week's episode of Sex and Other Human Activities. If you have any questions for us, give us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com, and we'll do our best to answer you. Have a good week. Have a great week.